Awesome guys, welcome to The Scene and Sound. We're here with our first inaugural episode. I'm your host, Steven Guillen. The first show, man. And so we're here with two band members from the Remy's. We have Chris Martinez, Chris, Chris playing the bass and backup vocals. How are you, Chris? I'm good, how are you? Good, good, thank you. And we have Avery Davis here, who is keyboard and vocals. How are you, Avery? I'm great. Awesome, and we have my co-host here. Lucas, man. Lucas, <laughs> fantastic, guys. I love this. Like it? So, yeah, cool, right? welcome to the show, guys. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show. It's <laughs> pleasure here that you guys are here, man. For, for the listeners, I'll describe the room. We got a bunch of band yeah. posters around. We got what we got. We have Jimmy Boy. Page. We have Jimi Hendrix. We have The Cure. We have The Cure here. Yeah, we have The Cure. That's the first thing I saw as soon as I walked in. I just saw a Jimmy Page poster. Really? And then Jimi Hendrix right next to each other. Are yeah. you like a Both huge Jimmy's. fan? Are you like a huge fan of like the 70s rock Dude, and stuff? Led Zeppelin yeah, is my favorite band. Ever. Really? Yeah. Oh, wait. Jimmy Squared. <laughs> did, you, did you first start listening to to those bands in high school? I started listening to Led Zeppelin in middle school. In middle school, so so as you entered high school, well, let's start off with like a history lesson then with you guys, real quick history lesson. You guys started off in Palmetto Senior High School. No, where? Middle school. That's in middle school. Yeah, well, Even the band started. The band started in high school, mm-hmm. but we all went to the same middle school, but we really didn't really know each other. Wow. Until you know our junior senior year high school that's when we met and started skipping class and doing crazy stuff we had seen each other but we would have never thought like we would be in a band later on and were you guys playing instruments in middle school did you yeah. did you start yeah yeah, yeah we were in like music i was in music magnet i'm sure he was in music magnet yeah. as well. mm-hmm. shows everybody else what instruments did you guys start with i'm a trumpet player trumpet yeah player. jazz trumpet i um in middle school i actually played percussion percussion yeah which includes marimbas xylophones uh, snare drum bass drum concert stuff and so eventually after middle school you guys saw each other whatever and then you got to your junior year junior year of high school and at which high school miami palmetto miami palmetto and then at who who was the first ones to sort of get together and introduce each other who were the first of the group or was it just all of us together i think yeah um we would all just get together and jam at and in the, the studio in my house we have a studio um and it was like at first it was like everybody individually would just be jamming just to have fun and yeah. play music and later we all just came together and all jammed together and during those jam sessions what instruments were you guys playing what instruments did you guys start with those jam sessions in early high school so it's it really goes back to you know us skipping class in high school so we were all in the jazz band and Justin, our drummer, he uh, started skipping in our class and playing the drums. You know, he but Justin, he's actually a saxophone player. And then didn't he play clarinet too? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We did a lot of Squidward jokes. Yeah, we (laughs) beat him up for that. But um, but yeah. So then you know, next thing you know, we're all skipping class in the auditorium. Our band rooms connect to our auditorium. And we're, you know, we're just skipping class, jumping on different instruments just so we can make music, you know, because that's really what it was about, just making music and having fun doing it. So we all jumped on different instruments where we kind of knew, you know, it was different for us, but it was just fun, you know? Yeah, in fact, we all started playing different instruments. At the same time. Eventually, when you guys really did start getting your sound together, you guys placed yourself in the instruments, or you guys kind of... When it came to the band, I remember there was no bassist. So I'm like, hey, why not? Let me just go ahead and try out the bass. And I have my dad, um, he's a, he used to have a band way back in the 80s. They were famous down in Colombia. And- What's the name of the band? Taxi. But yeah, my dad was the bassist back in his band. So I, he taught me a couple of things and then I kind of just picked it up um, for, playing with the band a lot. <laughs> and Avery, you hopped on, you decided to hop on on keyboards originally? Or? I mean, there was a keyboard in the band room and I used to have one, you know, I used to play at church a little bit, you know, the keyboard, but I didn't, that wasn't my thing. My brother was more of a piano player 
and I just taught myself the keyboard and I guess just to come up with ideas for music I just played it and it, it just happened you know that just stuck but that was just never like now I haven't been playing the keyboard for a while just so I can I guess just more entertaining and just being the front man but but like on some records there's you know there's keyboards and stuff like that that I do play and I had a question. What about the vocals, man? When you started like using vocals, were, was it nervous, dude? Like, yo, so it was, yo, it was bad. It used to be bad. Man. <laughs> it's good you now, though. Yeah, but it's yeah. fantastic now. Yeah, so but you come in, you sound so good. I was like, bro, if only you knew. <laughs> if only you knew. Yeah. So there was a time where you know, I, I it was just bad. It was just bad. I can't <laughs> even tell you how bad I used to. I feel like I used to sing. But um, and it eventually progressed. It, it did. It, get, it, it got did. better. Yeah. It got better. Uh, you know, we've been a band for five years now. But from our first concert to our, you know, now definitely it, it, you you can see progression. Where was your first stuff. concert? Uh, open stage club. Open stage club. That was That's our first. Venue. You know, con- family. You know, <laughs> moms and dads. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. no fans really. No fans. Our concert, if you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. It counted. It counted. That's yeah, your counted. first gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did that, and then eventually we went on to um, playing at the mall. Only guys are familiar with the Falls Shopping Center. Okay. Um, we started playing there for tips for twelve hours a day, like from morning to night, and we wow. were there from like twelve to twelve, twelve to like eleven, and we just played all day. Just you know, yeah, just pl- just played every weekend. We was at the Falls playing. And what cover songs do you guys do, or was it your own songs? No, we did all covers. What covers? At, that, at that point, you guys still we weren't all covers. creating we were not, your own no. music and stuff. No. Yeah, what not, covers not, not yet. We weren't we weren't playing original music yet, but we were doing a lot of covers, like like Bill Withers' "Use Me," uh, "Ain't No Sunshine," okay. like really old school stuff yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. that we wanted to just bring yeah, out. You know, we came on to like the old school music because we just yeah. didn't want anything that any, everybody else was already playing, you know? Yeah. So we just wanted to bring a, a, like a new sound. So that funk kind of stuck with us. You know, we are playing the James Browns and mm-hmm. we started playing off like all these great artists and covering their music and, and kind of making it our own. So it kind of, you know, you know, carried over to, you know, when we started making our own music. And, stuff like that. and so away from the past now and into like the present currently you guys so you guys been a band for five years and you guys recently won a battle of the bands award right in january that was of this year it, it just passed it just passed yeah it just passed. Was that? Is that january it was it had to be january. yeah yeah it was january because i saw i saw you holding the check on yeah. the instagram that big old check a check for how much that check was like five Five grand, yeah. Five grand. That's fantastic. Tell us, tell us about the Battle of the Bands Award. Yeah, How, huge, so what was man. that about? Was that, was that a um, week long process or? So we got invited to do the the big JBL first ever Battle of the Bands at the American Airlines Arena with in association with the Miami Heat. And when, when we got invited, you know, we was like, "Yo, this is a great opportunity, whatever." So we we almost, I think maybe the same day. Well, a couple of days after we we did the uh, the application, not the application, but the registration for it, so we got accepted into it. But then uh, you know, a couple months later, we're waiting, waiting, and it finds out that we got accepted into it. You guys are one of the finalists, da, da, da. so we're really excited. And uh, we did the performance. There were when we got there, actually, I should say, when we got there, there was a lot of great artists, man. We we saw the lineup come up a couple weeks later. What names were in the lineup? Uh, there was Patrick and the Swayze's. Uh, um, Fat King Bula was really good. Um, uh, the Problem Kids were really good. Um, La Cuarta was there too. La Cuarta from yeah. Colombia. They from were Columbia. amazing. Yeah. They, were amazing. they went last. So you guys had plenty of, of competition. Yeah, man. They were like professional bands. Like we've done like maybe 12 Battle of the Bands our whole career now. Yeah, you guys actually won a couple awards in, under your belt already. Yeah. So you guys got the Showcase of America Band of the Year, yeah. 2017, yeah. Hard Rock Rising, Stars, yeah. Battle of the Bands, 2017. Yeah. And now this one, is this, so this is your third award. Yeah, this is our third, third like, fish big yeah. Battle of the Band win. but um, oh, Or award, you should say. But, uh, but yeah, like I was saying, we did like a, a few Battle of the Bands back in the day. And so these these lineups, you guys were going against the bands, and slowly as was this like a week long sort of event, or tell me how they started slowly building up to the last two bands and then to your eventual. 
like the performance was, is one day. Like everybody was in one day. So it was maybe like two, three hundred people there. So just and, a long and everybody went on uh what was it, twelve minutes? Yeah. It was a twelve minutes. To play as many songs as they could in twelve in minutes. Twelve minutes, yeah. So what songs and, did you guys play? Uh, we did we started off with Love and Takes Time, then we went to Boogeyman, then we closed it with girls and just hit them hard. Awesome, all excitement <laughs> and energy and we were young, we're the youngest band there you know uh-huh. and um you know we, we've been doing live music for a long so like live music is our strong suit so like if anybody's listening you have to see us live you know we're getting better at recording but you know our live music is, is where it's at you know especially playing you know just starting off playing for hours of live we found out how to you know become good at you know getting people interactive in the music and and finding the energy and, and just bringing in energy is, is different. So yeah I, yeah, I feel like one of the most difficult things for artists is how they get their sound in a studio mm-hmm. because live and studio are two completely two. different things. Yeah, we're gonna talk about this, but first we're gonna put that song real quick from your from your album for the love and stuff, man. Yeah, let's we're put it up. This isn't some music then so from you guys. Some, we're gonna put um. What was it again? We're gonna put on My Place. My Place. That that one's from the album For the Love and Stuff. Let's go ahead and check this out. Your body 
we're back with the Remy's, man. So, you guys came out with a new album for the love and stuff. Yeah, for the love so and stuff. Tell me about the production, man. How was the process? Oh, man. So, it took us about maybe six months, I want to say, to finish for the love and stuff. Um, but we've been playing those songs live. No, I, I think it was less. I think it was like, yeah, like three months. Three, three months, months probably. Yeah. Recording process probably three months. Yeah. But we were playing the songs for you know live for a while, and uh, you know we got in contact with a really good you know producer and an artist uh, who also in a band called Shenzi, mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Noboa, and he pretty much has this place that he rented out and it's pretty much dedicated to recording mm-hmm. and so there's a room for the drums there's a room where he has a, the stuff and pretty much the living room where we record everything and we were there probably like at least once a week and we were just going in going in and uh, when it came out it was just like like beauty I guess I don't, I don't know he, he did some magic you know it sounded good. It sounds good. It sounds good to us. Awesome. What about the lyrics, man? How do you how do you start with your lyrics? Do you guys help each other out, or is it just one man with so, the lyrics? So our songwriting. You want to talk? You want to tell? I mean, our songwriting process is just like we come up and you know we jam. We just come so up with start ideas. Off with a jam set. Yeah, we jam. You know, yeah. most of the time it's while we had a gig. So basically, um, I can get in a room with the rest of the guys, and we can all jam. Just somebody plays something and then we all play something that's different to that but that goes with it mm-hmm. and see if we can make a jam out of it and extend it for four minutes until it's a song <laughs> and you guys sort of like follow each other like yeah. step on each other and just sort of yeah. build after that we uh structure it better we we, we put okay this is going to be the verse then this is the chorus and this is the second verse and this is the second chorus now we need a bridge and the last chorus um and after we do all that we kind of all go sit somewhere, we get an acoustic guitar, we play it, and we try to come up with the lyrics right there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the lyrics speak in the song. Like, you can already feel what the song is already saying a lot of times in the while you're coming up with the music. So it's like, yo, stuff just comes, ideas just come. And it just, like, it's a feeling, a mood to the music. And yeah. usually, like, emotions sort of start playing a role in there. Yeah, there's emotion. The songs can be happy, songs can be sad. Songs could be mellow, songs could be, you know, fun. You know, there's different emotions in music. And, and you can tell by the sound. You can tell by the sound of the music. But let's talk about that genre of funk, man. How did it all start? I know it started in high school, but what artist, especially? You guys James have? Brown. James Brown, mostly? Yeah. I have to say James. Um, James Brown, Bill Withers. I mean, uh, funk. Like, funk. really old school stuff that the people our age, I don't know if they listen to that like that. Yeah. But us, we were super into that stuff. Mm-hmm. And we were like, yo, let's try to cover these songs. Like, Ain't No Sunshine. And That's awesome. Really old school mm-hmm. music. And do you guys mix it up? Because I know your guitar is, dude. Like, that guitar is amazing. Like, the way he plays it. Do you guys mix it with rock and roll? Yeah. So, the thing is, we let everybody have their freedom when it comes to creating the song. So, like I was saying, how we come up with the idea... Uh, you know, in a jam, and or you know, we can be home and come up with an idea. We just bring it to the guys and pretty much say, "Hey, put what you want on this." Like, I'm not gonna tell you to play this part. I want you to play it like this. I want you to play it like that. I want you to play it like that. It's just like you put what you feel on this. You know, we all have different genres of music. Um, Justin is very, uh, what is a, what is Justin like? Old school, like R and B, funkish. And yeah. Justin know, is the the drummer. The drummer. You know, we have. Uh, how, what is Oscar like? like indie, alternative, alternative rock. Our uh, Oscar, the the lead guitarist, he likes like indie rock, straight up different. Well, I can say we all like all types of music, but I'm just like but giving like a, like a specialty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, likes indie mm-hmm. and grunge and rock and like a lot of the music that I like too. What about the sound from this one for the love and stuff? You guys did the same thing with Sunshine Part One, or you guys tried to do like something different? With Sunshine Part One was—I mean, that was us. And that, that was, was that was our first EP. We did that, you know, completely on our own. We didn't have any help on that. And well, I PJ did, with PJ. Oh, oh PJ, 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 PJ did help us. Yeah, PJ yeah. did help us. 
uh, with the mixing and mastering mm-hmm. at the end. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But the whole recording process, mm-hmm. I mean, that was all us. Then we gave it to him to help him, you know, um, which was different from For the Love and stuff where we actually recorded it and, and you know, the whole process with, with, was with somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the Sunshine EP uh, was actually recorded at my house mm-hmm. in the in in studio, studio at my house. Yeah. And we kind of did all the instruments there um, separately, like one by one, mm-hmm. and just try to mix it and have a good sound out of what we could get from the studio. Mm-hmm. Did it took longer for that, the Sunshine Part 1, the recording, or did it took six months as the... I, for the love and stuff? I think it took a little longer because it it, it was our first it and we didn't have the knowledge of no. recording like that back then. Okay. And how's your fans reaction man for the love and stuff? So we had a listening party for, for the love and oh, stuff. Really? So it was, was, it was it amazing. At? It was at it was not too far. It was at um at, it's it's at the cabin. Mm-hmm. Big shout out to Backroom Sessions. It was at the cabin and it's just like right by Marlin Stadium. Like the house is like literally a block away from Marlin Stadium. Mm-hmm. And um it was it was dope. Maybe uh, I want to say like sixty people was there, and everybody was just having a good time. You know, we got there late because we actually came from a gig at a casino, <laughs> so we got to our own party late. And uh, when we showed up, pretty much, are you guys ready to hear the EP? Everybody's like, you know, yeah, whatever. And did you guys play it live? No, we didn't play it. Okay, okay, you played it. We had speakers and we hit play. And you know everybody was there just vibing out. It was oh, definitely good. a great experience, and everybody loved it. You know. Cool. Well, should we listen to some more music then? Yeah, sure. Just put up the um, Not Giving You Up. So we're going to put on Not Giving You Up from the album For the Love and Stuff. Remind me of the lies I live to protect you, baby And oh, maybe I've been gone too long It seems like I neglect you strange And I'll never let you go And I just need you to know that, baby Tell me, baby, 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 
Why you always so frustrated? I call you on your phone, you said you'll call me right back. Okay, guys, we're back. That was Not Giving You Up yeah. on the album, on the Remy's album, For the Love and Stuff. Awesome stuff, guys. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. That one I really enjoyed. Uh, you said that was your favorite song ever? Yeah, that's, that's, my, my, that's my favorite one. Right that's there. your sweetheart. Yeah, that is. I mean, just the production and, yeah. and you know, you know, the writing process. That was like our most different, I mean, that was different for us, that song right there. Yeah. And that was like our, you know, almost like our first ballad. You know, we've had some in the past that were that didn't really make the cut, but it was like our, our first good one. You yeah, know? and you get a lot of emotion from it too. Um, I wanted to ask: Is this is that song specific for someone, or is that song specific to an emotion that you've experienced? No comment. No comment. No. Comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No. So, um, no, man. I just, I just sometimes, you know try to channel uh, the energy like like everybody goes through you know like a lot of people go through the same thing and they know everybody had been heartbroken before and everybody's been stupid before for 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 a girl or guy and it's like yo i'm not giving you up like i'm no matter what you say i'm not, I'm not gonna give up you know no matter how hard or how are you trying to push away or whatever it is so it's just like you know we're just gonna keep going you know even even as time goes your heart will remain home you know uh, you know, different lyrics that you guys can definitely dig into that you can really find a meaning really into that song. But I try to, you know, when I'm coming out with lyrics, I try to, like, paint a picture that everybody can look at and, and almost like a poet, you know, like like, like a nice painting when you be going to an uh, art museum. It's just like, what do you feel? You're trying what, to keep them in What is your interpretation? Exactly. So everybody can interpret it their own way, pretty and much. And does this album itself have a consistent theme? For the love and stuff, we just did it because we because we just love doing it. I mean, that's really what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the love yeah, and stuff. Sure. And these songs are were they all these songs produced within the same time period, or are these let's say old songs that you just couldn't get to in time? Maybe you've had these coming in your head, or oh. I, I, the idea of sounds yes. playing around for some while, and you finally got yeah. to. And we all we made all the songs. At around the same time, except for my place. My place was made a little bit earlier than the other songs. Um, that my place was just like a like we just wanted a fun party song mm-hmm. where people could just dance. Um, and after that, I guess we went into the more deeper stuff. The whole loving yeah. takes time. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, I'm not gonna give you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And why you gotta be so cold-hearted sometimes? And, and more in your feelings type stuff and i think the song not giving you up is is a hopeful song because it's because it might be describing a relationship that isn't going so well Mm -hmm. yet the person is still hopeful that it can go on Mm -hmm. and that there's light at the end of the tunnel i don't know so is that your favorite song too christian or you have a different Uh, i switch between all songs, man, to be honest. How about it depends this? on my mood. <laughs> what was your favorite song uh, behind the scenes? What, what song did you have the most fun making for the album, for the love and stuff? Um, 
I think probably Love and Taste Time. Yeah, definitely Love and Taste Time for me as well. I had a cool talk box. Walker, point, point. Like in the beginning, that was fantastic. Love and Taste Time. It's like with a talk box and it's real cool. So I, so you had to play the keyboard at the same time you're, you're speaking in these notes through a, a plastic tube that's jammed in your mouth. Then you you're just making this you know the the I don't know articulations of it and then yeah. and then you know it's real cool. You see that was, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was a moment where we all got together in a circle and put a microphone right in the center, and we were recording the collapse. And okay. it was kind of just us jamming and listening to the song and just clapping to it while all that process being recorded and it was fun and brought some energy to it. Remember that time where we got everybody just in the room? Yeah. And just like, just have fun, you know, just say everything. But I don't think that he, Andrew had to put it in, in the track, but, you know, mm-hmm. was, was that Love and, yeah, I'm sure it was Love and Taste Time, but he just brought people, you know, he, he, he's a, he, he has roommates and stuff like that. He brought them in the room and... And he put, he just press play and record, and everybody's like, "Hey, hey!" Yeah. Like it's just like a, uh, like a like party. Almost live. Yeah, almost so, live. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think he ended up putting it. I think he put it in. Uh, cool. Cold hearted. At the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool. And so I want to get to a little bit more of the technical side of the writing for for the music for the love and stuff, Chris. When you get to a point where you start. Well, better yet, do you do you usually have a sound already in your head when you decide to like get to your bass part when you start adding your your instrument to it, or do you try to look at the lyrics or think about lyrics first, or okay. do you take initiative and create the mood almost of of how the song is sort of gonna go? Yeah, okay, definitely. Um, the thing that I'm looking at the most when th- that I'm trying to hear the most when we're writing our music is the melody of what's being sang. Like, the lyrics are probably the last thing I look at. But the melody, like, like that, Mm -hmm. that's what, like, mostly matters um, because that's what people are gonna be singing, you know, along with the lyrics, obviously. And um, when it comes to writing the bass part, I just try finding something that fits with a good melody that could come out of it. So I try playing something that I know some Avery can add a good melody to it. But do you also work with the drummer with Justin? Because I know yes. bass and drums, like they have to yes. combine. Um, Justin and I work more in the in the tightness part of how the band sounds. You know, every kick and bass has to be right on point. And, you know, we've practiced that a lot as a band. and and just focusing on the groove the whole time yeah. between everybody. Um, and Justin also helps out a lot with the lyrics. With he's, the lyrics? He's, he's like a like a poet himself. Okay. You can see in his Instagram, he's very art- artistic with that stuff. So he definitely helps Avery out with the lyrics sometimes too. Yeah, I actually want to touch back to, this isn't on, this is in your first EP, uh, Sunshine cool. Part One. The Boogeyman? Your yeah. part in Boogeyman, especially, I, I yeah. really enjoyed. That must have been a fun one to, to really like crank yeah. out. You got some some free time. You got some free time to really... Yeah, um, at first, I didn't have that bass. I remember the first time we jammed it, I didn't have that bass yet. But I heard the guitars do a sliding thing. I'm like, I'm going to try doing that too. But like not at the same time, like away from the guitars. So I did... Dum, 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 at the end. And I guess it just came out that way. And yeah, up to this day, that's still my favorite bass line from any of her songs. To me. I like that one. Yeah, that one was, I was listening to it. And I'm like, oh, take that. And that song is definitely top three best life songs we, we ever played. Yeah, that yeah, one like gets, boring, if the show is going bad, we play that song and it, the show gets better <laughs> just from playing that song. If, Fantastic. If, if we feel that it's going bad. Yes. <laughs> I got a question, guys. So why South Florida, man? Why not Chicago, New Orleans, New York, where the funk jazz scene is much more bigger than here in Florida? I mean, um, you know, we, we just got back off of our first tour. You know, we was in, uh, you know, New York, we was in Washington, we was in Philly, we were in uh, New Jersey, and we really, Virginia, we really experienced, like, a different side of, you know, the I mean, for a lot of us, the world, you know, it's not nearly the whole world at all, but 
a lot of us never been outside of Florida really and when just just witnessing the snow and waking up in a nice Airbnb every day and you know just taking long like taking long rides and eating and not worrying about anything it just made us fall in love with just being on the road so i mean in the future definitely we're going to be on the road a lot more and we know it's coming but i mean this is what we, this is home for us you know so we would love to be able to you know let people know that this is where we came from and really put it on our back that you know we're we're from Miami and we're that Miami band we're that Miami sound and just really like you know just do it big for Miami and and then you know then get out and yeah Miami just, Miami has a hidden talent scene that needs to come out and that's why I feel like like it's dope for you know, for us to be doing this, yeah. you know, yeah. so we can expose what's going on down here, you know. How awesome. Okay, but what was your favorite uh, state? Like, what part, what concert was your favorite in that tour? New York? New, New York, York, definitely. We had a yeah. So Far show, So Far Sound show in, like, what was it? Was it a restaurant? Like, a cafe? Like, I'm not, not sure. sure. A brewery. It's like a, it's like a brewery yeah. in New York. And I have to say, it was, how many people were there, bro? Like like two hundred, wow, two hundred people, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> you can find it on Instagram, and yeah, that was, that was probably our biggest show and and of the whole tour, and it was just so fun. You know, it's like it's usually like an intimate thing where people just sit down on the floor on pillows and drink 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 wine and some cheese, but you know by the end of our show everybody was on their feet, you know, and they're like. You know, applauding and dancing. You know, our music is a little bit more fun, and you know, so it, it was good. It, it was sounds good. like an awesome venue. Really show. And that was in New York. What was the venue's name? I don't remember. I don't not I remember. remember. I don't, I don't, I don't remember even know if it had a name. I think it was just a part just of a another rent. place. Oh, yeah. I I don't I don't I don't know. I can't tell you. And you and how's your process like before coming to the stage? Because I'm guessing you guys must be freaking nervous, like super nervous. So, like, how do you guys get hyped up? Like, oh my well, god. Um, Probably our first show, we were, maybe I was a little bit nervous, um, but after that, we just went on stage like nothing. Like, yeah, it's just like, like you step like, on the stage. It's normal. It's, it's, normal. Like, it's, it's like, like our comfort, comfort zone, you know? Yeah. yeah. It becomes your comfort zone. I feel nervous outside of stage, you know, in many situations in my life. I'm nervous but watching When I get on stage, it's like I'm finally where I need to be. <laughs> that's where it comes where you guys were talking about that there's a difference between the concerts and the studio that you you wanted to tell me about yeah, well, yeah, what yeah. was that difference um so when it comes to recording it, it you gotta be very detailed there's a science behind it mm -hmm. that you you should know or learn over time that you have to you get better at and it's tricky because when you're live you don't have to worry about too much you know what level everything is or where it is but when you're recording you're recording for somebody who's listening in their car and when it's like that some sometimes things need to sounds need to be placed in different places just so the song can get more in the atmosphere and if you and you have trouble sometimes finding the atmosphere if you don't know too much what you're doing mm -hmm. and that's really what we we want that same atmosphere as if we were playing live in a recording but you can't do that just playing your instrument and just recording on a microphone exactly. it's not that simple so you guys have like more freedom on the stage uh, like to yeah do all the time you have more freedom to do and that's yeah. funny because Jimi hendrix actually i remember they told me this story his albums were different than his concerts he went crazier on his concerts of course the best musicians are the live musicians yeah the concerts entertain i i mean yeah, I mean, there's a lot of days. There's a lot of artists that just that that are just like studio, and they just put out. But when they get on the stage, they're not as entertaining, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and you know, and that it's not. It wasn't like that back in the day, you know. Everybody was an entertainer, you know. If you think about James Brown's show or Michael Jackson's show, all the greats, those those are entertainers, mm -hmm. you know. But a lot of times, people just sit back in the studio these days and just you know make money. And so do you have an easier time performing on stage live than, let's say, performing in the studio? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Probably. The performance in a studio is sometimes, maybe. I mean, sometimes it's the same, but we feed off of energy, you know, yeah. when we're on stage. When we're on stage, if, if 
you know, we're giving the energy. We get the energy back. We give it back 200 times more. And if we're getting 200, we'll get back another 400 until the energy is just through the roof. And but in a, in a studio, I mean, I feel like we, we bring the groove. It's, it's just a lot more that you have to pay attention to. Like yeah. you have to record certain things multiple times and multiple times, multiple times trying to find the right thing. Live, you can mess up. You can mess up, and it don't matter. It doesn't matter. It sounds good. As long as the energy is there, you know, it's it's for the people. You're playing for the people. So all you can do is give energy, even even if you mess up, you know. For for the song "Girls" uh, yeah. and for the love and stuff, is that is that one of your favorite ones to perform live? Or girls, you bet. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one of the songs we played at uh, of the three of the battle of the J. At the battle of the band. Yeah. Mm, how fun! That was the last one we closed on that song actually. So that's the song right there. How about how about we listen to that one now then? Yeah. We can we can listen to girls. So we're gonna listen to girls from the Remy's album for the love and stuff. Let's give it a try. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that, that was, was girls, man, from, from the album Woo! for the love and sound. Just had a party love here. Love and stuff. Love awesome stuff. stuff. Awesome stuff. That one I enjoy. That one I enjoy. So super, super. How about you tell us a little bit about that song about girls? So how did that one come out? So again, um, we were jamming one day, and I think one of us. I don't even think I was on the bass. I think I was actually on the drums. Oh, you were in drums. One, Cause we sometimes we like switching around, like yeah, experimenting, just to, just yeah. to like, like, just right to mess music, around yeah. and stuff. And somebody did, dun, 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 dun. and we just went into it. The groove was right there. We just, and after that, I remember Avery coming in and singing, "How will I get there?" Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, and. I was laughing. It was it was hilarious, but it fit 
it was one of those things that that I I wasn't expecting it to sound funny, but it really catched the attention and it and it just really fit. So we all just screamed, "Oh, how about like a baby?" <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah! And that was it. That was that was the song. So that was like the first part that really came out, and from there the rest just kind of came to. Yeah, that was the part that made the song like it was just a jam at first, but as soon as Avery came in and sang that, it was like okay, now it's a song. <laughs> That's great. And guys, what about uh, bands that you perform, man? What bands have you guys performed? Which one is your favorite? bands that we perform with yeah with that they feel yeah that you guys perform with in the concerts oh favorite bro all of them are our favorite bro we love all, like, all these Miami bands there's we so love, many good man. bands yeah oh, damn I can't even tell you that answer my I think my favorite uh, recorded band like their studio uh, recordings are uh, is probably Red Light Motel Red Light Motel yeah, yeah. Cannibal, Cannibal Kids is pretty fun. Cannibal I love Cannibal Kids. Cannibal Kids, shout out Cannibal Kids, shout out the Polar Boys. Yeah. Shout out Shenzi. Shenzi is like, those guys are like, nobody plays better than them. Those guys are like on another level. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to uh, Moonlight Sunrise. Shout out to Mahogany Purple. Yeah. Ella. All yeah. the good. Yeah. Who are we missing out? And so going I'm back, sure to we're missing out a lot. There's so many now. So shout many out to Pear. Shout out to what's what's um Issa and Nick. That's Pe- that's, that's the, the wrong number. The wrong number. Yeah, the wrong number. I like that. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, I haven't heard of the wrong number. I'm gonna check They they're young too. They're coming up. Tongue tied. I don't know if this thing still. So much. Talent. These guys sound like Red Hot Chili Peppers, but like with a girl singing. It's crazy. No way, so, so much. So much. And going back to. The album into girls. Do you guys prefer playing these sort of fun party party songs, or do you guys prefer like the ballads that that we played earlier? We like turning up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. We want to turn the energetic. Up. One. We like yeah. We like all that energy. We love everybody just having fun and seeing people smile and dance and have a good time and mm-hmm. that's what we love to do. And um, we definitely also adjust to yes. the scenery. So yeah, if it's a yeah. show that it's kind of like everybody's just chilling, we might play a ballad or two. Just to fit the scene, but if it's a big crowd and people want to get hyped, then we're gonna end up playing girls or boogeyman or something like that. That's awesome. That's super super fun. All right, guys. So what about any new music coming up, man? You guys are already setting up new music. Maybe I'll show you one later. I mean, we have we have a secret, you know, a secret. We have a, our first collaboration with another artist. Oh no way! And it's and it's kind of hip hop. Oh really? Uh, yeah, hip hop R and B is so it's a different style for Remy's in total. With a and big shout out to old man Willie, man. This guy, he, he's doing some big things here in Miami. So you guys are going to get more hip hop than funk, or you guys are gonna just mix it up yeah, with this with this song? This song is. Yeah. is de- And the indie fest coming up, man. Yeah, you guys are playing in an indie fest, fest right? Yes. Tell us a little bit about that fest. February twentieth, we're gonna be at thirteen oh six. What time to start? Just get there yeah, at six p.m. Get there at five p.m. <laughs> get there at one o'clock, <laughs> and you'll be on time. Yeah. Yeah, I promise. You might have to wait outside, bro. You don't have to you'll wait, but you will be on time. You never, you won't miss a thing. So thirteen oh six. Thirteen oh six. Indie fest. February twentieth. So the lineup, the lineup. PJ Avilis. PJ, that's our boy. He went on tour with us. He's like our best friend. We brought him on tour, and he's like, he's like another Remy to us. (laughs) (laughs) What about other shows other than Indie Fest, man? You guys plan on going on tour with this, uh, with the For the Love and stuff? Oh, we already went. We we probably go back. We probably go back. back. It was for the uh, For the Love and stuff tour. What about European? I mean that comes with money. Yeah, I wish. That's money, yeah. Everybody. <laughs> that'll be like a different world, a dream, man. Yeah, yeah that'll, that'll be, be that'll be a dream. Dope. European tour. We have to. I mean, it's coming for sure. But um, you know, you just gotta be patient. And so, tell us where we can find you. Where can we find your music? Where can we follow you guys? Everywhere: Apple Music, Spotify, um, Google Google Play. SoundCloud, everywhere at Remy's Music, even Instagram, everything, everything. How about Instagram. your personal Instagrams? You guys want to? Um, you can follow me at Avery A V E R Y 
everyone sing. Kind of like everyone sing, everyone yeah. sing. Okay, nice. <laughs> yeah, well, Thank you. you guys can follow me in uh, at crispy beat. I, I, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm just the basis, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, too, yeah, and for real, they just do. And um, definitely, we have probably our biggest show yet in our whole five years Ooh. being a band, which. Um, because we won this Battle of the Bands for the JBL, we're going to play the, a halftime show for one of the Heat games. No way, dude. Mm-hmm. When is wow. this coming? Center, Center, Center Court. Center Court. 22,000 fans. We, we don't have a date yet because they haven't given us the date yet, but Come it's going to be in March, March, late March. 28th. So so look out for that. Yeah, we tune yeah. in to Look out for the Remy's yeah. playing yeah. Yeah. Center Court, man. It's going to be amazing. Show. Well, thank you so much, guys, for being the first episode of the Scene and Sound, man. Yes, highly yeah. appreciate you guys for having us. I think this is awesome. Yeah. You guys the Remy's guys, we have it up, man. Thank you so yes. much, Avery Davis. Yes. We're your host. I'm Steven. Lucas, guys. So keep on rocking, South Florida. Tune in next episode. Yeah.